Hello, welcome back to the Sound for Years podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Welcome back. It's episode four. Man, rocking and frickin' rolling, huh, guys? I'm excited. Um, it's gonna be a little bit of a weird episode today. I'm feeling, feeling weird. You know, I won't lie to y'all. I found out uh, yesterday, someone I knew from childhood was shot to death by police. Pretty crazy. And he wasn't even the suspect or the perp that they were after. But, you know, you know them good old boys. Anyways, yeah, I'm a little angry about it, not going to lie. It is, uh, it's a tiring thing, to be honest. Sorry to open on such a somber note, but you know, I'm going to talk about it. Um, I've been losing friends since like 8th grade whether it was suicide or accidents or whatever. Uh, And it's, man, I tell you what, no matter how many times it's happened, I get like an emotional whiplash every single time because it's like suddenly everything changes. And, you know, conversations are different. You remember... Or at least I do. I always remember like the last like five interactions I had with someone. And, you know, I, I hadn't talked to this person in, I don't know, over 10 years probably. We used to go to a summer camp together or be in the same, be at the same summer camp at the same time for like, you know, years and years. And he was the little brother of my sister's friend. Um, but still, I, I do remember him. I do remember having conversations with him and, super cool guy but man every single time when it's something sudden like that it is you realize like the the weight of the phrase in an instant and how you know it's 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 lightning fast it's it's crazy it really is crazy and it's just like at this point honestly it's at it's like, <laughs> I'm almost like numb to it in the sense where I'm like, all right, you know, I probably wasn't going to, you know, talk to him again, but it's, you, you know, you look back on it and I'm like, damn, a lot of time has passed since, you know, I even saw this person and what, you know, it makes you start questioning, what have you, what have I been doing? this whole time and starts questioning life and you know what am I what am I doing in the position that I'm currently in where is it getting me where am I hoping that this takes me where you know who am I hoping that it makes me into who am I hoping to please or satisfy with the outcome of whatever it, whatever it is the career or personal life is and like where it takes you it really makes you start um it's not even necessarily second guessing, but it's it's all hindsight. It's all analyzing what you're doing, being like, is this the road I want to go down? Is this the path that's meant for me? Who knows? Who knows, man? But been a lot of deaths in the last like year and a half, or like a year even. A lot of a lot of really sudden shit. I don't know if that's been that way for everyone but all the people I know and 
myself and my family and it's crazy but anyways you know you guys are my therapist get the hell out of here get out of my head need uh but no we'll uh, we'll get right back into it i mean speaking of like you know depressive shit um i've been applying to jobs recently um because i quit my job at uh the old video store i used to work at got tired of it tired of the customer base um and the thing is, dude, it, I've worked retail before, like, a little bit. I mostly worked in, like, food and stuff. I haven't had, you know, I've been staying in entertainment as long as possible my whole life. But I have had little jobs, like, here and there. Um, <clears throat> but, dude, film people and, like, video people, sound people, anyone who, like, is a tech who works in media, man, I tell you what, unless you're, like, I, I don't know. It, it, it's such a hit or miss. It's a peak and valleys kind of thing because like I would meet some people who like I've, I'm still working with and like people who made me think about life differently, made me think about the way that I do my, my craft and then all this stuff. And then you meet people who make me question why I even got into this industry in the first place. Cause I'm like, if I have to deal with people like you all the time, I'm going to fucking lose my mind because especially when it's content people who aren't techs and they're like, I don't want to pay someone what they, what they think is exorbitant amounts of money. And like, you know, like rob being robbed blind when it's like, dude, like you're talking about you one, you're talking about labor, like um, cost of labor of actually doing the thing. You're talking about cost of time. You're talking about, you're now using whatever equipment they have. That's at its own value. And now, and if they're doing editing, that's more labor, that's more time, that's more programs that you're using. That's, you know, things have to pay for themselves when someone's like a tech or like an editor or post-production, whatever, you know, there's a lot of investment that goes into that itself. They don't just have shit. You know, you don't, you don't get like a starting kit from, 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 you know, the universe that just like shows up at your fucking door. Like a lot of producers and like, even like PAs and people who just like, you know, it, it depends if you're a seasoned producer and you know, like you'll know what it takes. And that's why a lot of producers are really nice to tech people or if the tech person is not doing their job. They're mean and they're upfront and they're like, you're not doing a good job because I know what a good job looks like. And like, I've treated you respect. Now you got to give me in exchange, good work for the good respect that I'm giving you. And it is kind of like an exchange. I know like people deserve respect no matter what, but if you're getting good treatment, being a tech person, if you're getting good treatment, you kind of just got to give it your best. You know what I mean? I don't know. I also get paid though. Don't get me wrong. People go fucking pay your camera and sound guys. They, the whole thing is built off of them. One being good at what they do and two being happy because of the payment or some kind of accommodation or uh, reciprocation that you're getting. You know, there's there's got to be something. There's got to be an equal exchange of goods. Especially now. Because like, yeah, you can you can record it with your phone, but it's going to look like it was recorded on a fucking phone. And the people who it matters to know the differences between it. You're the mass media doesn't really care. Mass audiences don't give a shit. But the people who it does matter for they don't fucking know and they're looking for a specific thing and honestly you start going to people like you know marvel and all of them and like there's a quality standard now and with netflix and all these streaming services all of their originals have like quality 
in terms of just, you know, picture resolution and sound quality and whatever, the content of the actual narrative or documentary, whatever it is, that's, you know, eye of the beholder type shit. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm looking into jobs and, uh, New York passed, I don't remember when it was, but it's, it's like pretty recent. They passed a, a disability act, uh, for labor, uh, and for like job hirings and for companies that have to follow it. And I've been having to go through some of them recently and like, you know, sign and give my information. And, and it turns out that depression is a disability, which I had no idea. And had I known that in high school when I was diagnosed with chronic depression, I would have used that to my advantage constantly. I would have, I would have constantly used that and been like, because it did affect me. I'm not saying like I couldn't get my work done. I still, you know, got the fucking work if I wanted to, that is. <clears throat> but damn, I could have gotten extra times because I'm I got extra time on my test because I'm sad. That would have been sick. I would have fucking loved that. But alas, no dice, no dice. But um, but that, that that it's very interesting. Like that. Imagine even just like five or six years ago telling someone that like depression is a disability. Although. 2017 yeah we were pretty into the depression i guess it would be more of like 10 years ago at this point because you know 2023 but 10 years ago you told someone that depression is a disability they would have laughed in your fucking face but you know times change science grows we we now you know we continue to develop our understanding of what it is with these mental illnesses and and different hormonal and chemical imbalances that cause these different characteristics and traits in people. And so, you know, I'm not a scientist. I just follow what they fucking say, you know? And I have a few friends in science and a few friends in, you know, medicine or whatever. And I think if I think something sounds weird or sounds sketchy, I'll send it to them and be like, what do you think? What have you heard? And almost every single time they've, you know, they know more than I do. They explain it to me and I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. I like that. Or I don't like that, and I'm not going to follow that, you know? But it, it is interesting. I've never had to, because I don't have, you know, I've been lucky enough to not have any kind of sustained, any permanent disabilities on a physical level uh, or like an internal level. But apparently on a mental level, I do technically have a disability. Although also recently, I, I also was diagnosed when I was, diagnosed with depression i was also diagnosed with a thing called inattentive add which is a more kind of like severe case of add i mean when i was when i got diagnosed my psychiatrist at the time put me on you know my daily you know i guess you can call it ingredients or recipe of pills and medication was like 90 milligrams of vivance in the morning which if you take vivance you know that is literally the cap that's the highest amount that they can give you legally um, and it's an insane amount. I was on meth. I was methed out as a 17 year old every fucking day. And it didn't take, you know, it took until I got out of high school and started actually working and like being regular that my parents were like, oh, now we understand why you smoked weed all the time. So I, so I could actually eat because when you're on meth, you're not going to eat. And I wasn't actually a person. I was just like cracked the fuck out all the time. Um, but then there was like Stratera. I was on 30 milligrams of Stratera a day. Uh, and new Dexta and I, uh, uh, 
I don't remember exactly what Udexta is, but I know Stratera is a medicine that they give to people with MS because it works on calcifying the frontal lobe, which if people who don't know, that's like your your memory and your cognitive thinking and your decision-making stuff. And so, and, and your focus, your ability to sit down and actually focus and not be distracted. That comes from, as far as I understand it, and I could be wrong, whatever, fuck you. That's, you know, part of that starts to deteriorate with things like MS. And so he was giving me that. And it really did help me, honestly. I, I genuinely think that if I hadn't taken Stratera, I would be in a different place. I would not be as efficient as I am. And if you know me, I'm not even that efficient, to be honest. But um, that's neither here nor there, to be honest with you. Get off my back. Uh, but yeah, so it, it has been interesting because I don't have any physical or permanent you know like internal organ wise disabilities or like even like blood stuff i i um but seeing depression on there i'm like why well, have had a clinical prescription and a diagnosis from a professional for chronic depression and so i click it it's right there as an option i click it and it, it's very interesting honestly like i and I don't know how that affects, you know, because like, what if you like, you know, you're a, you, I'm I'm sure that they're gonna ask me in the interviews if they're like, so it says that you know, right here it says that you clicked the option for disability and depression, and they'll have to go into the, you know, the story and be like, yes, I was at 17, I was you know diagnosed with this, and I've been working on it and, you know, and I don't currently go to a therapist for it or see a psychiatrist. I just kind of deal with it on my own because over the years I've learned to be able to, you know, kind of work through it and work with it because you don't get rid of it at all and it never goes anywhere. But uh, I I, I don't know where they're going to be like, so what level on the one through 10 would you say, are you depressed? And it's like ups, you know, some days it's a one, some days it's a fucking 10 and I want to, paint the fucking walls red um sorry that was dark don't mom i'm sorry for that i know that you listen to this <laughs> but um but yeah um so recently i've been seeing a lot of women like older women in uh like biking biker shorts those like spandex really short uh really you know skin tight shorts that people wear I, you know you at first you saw it a couple of years ago you saw people like kim k you know courtney um i think her name is stussy even like people like ronna Lode, ronna Lodes, that's hilarious lana rhodes the porn star ronna Lodes. <laughs> dude more like run a load down the side of her face got him um yeah but i i love seeing that all all this to say i love seeing what i call the facebook treatment uh with like fashion trends and shit where like you start you know parents and older generations are always behind with technology and whatever and that that particularly was you know apparent with stuff like facebook and instagram and even twitter now is full of fucking boomers and gen x fuckers um, you know, some of them are fine, but you know, even, even y'all Gen Xers and boomers, you get it. You guys kind of fucking suck as a whole, as a generation, as a whole, you kind of suck. It's fine. 
Um, but I'm sure you think the same about the same thing about you know younger generations as you should. We shouldn't really like each other too much, or else nothing's changing and nothing's fucking progressing. That's my personal opinion of it. But you saw it with like Facebook, where everyone had Facebook, and then you know as it becomes more of a social thing, cool parents get it, cool older people get it, then the lame ones get it, and then eventually all the young people start to leave, right? Um, I think one of the places that that really hasn't happened genuinely still where it's causing people to leave obviously is TikTok. You see everyone of every age on there, but it's communities and trends then that you see get Facebook treatment. But Tumblr is one of the places that I've never really seen it get overrun with older people and to the point of, you know, detracting other members of younger generations from you know, from their communities i've only ever seen it really be young people and or if they're older they have you know some kind of artistic side to them or they're doing something with it like you know you, you don't get a person with a tumblr blog who just posts like hey went to the grocery store love my wife hashtag and also my dog you know like whatever or you don't see like you know there are fascists on there for sure. There are like, you know, trad cats and fucking like anarcho-capitalists, like ANCAP fuckers and neo-fascists and whatever. They, they absolutely are there because on every single part of the internet, they're there. Whether or not they like the community there or they're there to just troll people and just have an account to where they can fuck with people and ruin other people's good time uh, with their stupid, uneducated insanely bigoted remarks and opinions that genuinely no one asked for um and if you're a fascist and you're fucking following me dude suck me off to completion um because that shit's dumb the fact that you put your identity and your pride into like a made-up border you know like like or like a country some like group of people that decided on a made-up invisible border and you're like, no, but this one's the best. These borders are the best. And like this group is the best. No, they're not. No, they're not. Not even close. Whatever you're going to say, not even close. Because there's definitely issues. There's definitely problems. You're definitely getting things wrong most of the time. That's just what a government does. They get things wrong. They fail constantly. Now, that not that is not an argument for not having a government. Like I'm not an anarchist in the way where I'm like, you know, it's it's completely unrealistic to say that you can't have a government. That's crazy. You know, there has to be some kind of law and order, not necessarily with an iron fucking fist, but there's got to be some kind of order and some kind of like rules and limits put in place. Discipline is basically it. There needs to be some kind of, you know, discipline with disciplinary actions and consequences in place. Now, that being said, how do you make that happen where it doesn't get corrupted or where, you know, people feel like everyone's at least being heard, not necessarily being listened to or being, um, everyone just wants to be acknowledged and be like, yes, you have an opinion. Thank you for giving that. Yes, you have an opinion. Thank you for giving that. That doesn't mean you have to listen to them. A lot of people just want to be heard, you know? And unfortunately in the day that we live now, everyone thinks that their opinion fucking matters, even when they're entirely uneducated on a topic. Myself and honestly, myself included sometimes I'll be like, well, yeah, but I know enough. And I always have to remind myself, no, you don't know enough. You know, you don't have a master's. You don't teach this. You don't have any kind of prestigious, you know, not necessarily an award, but some kind of credit 
It gives you an authoritative opinion or fact for a subject or some kind of topic. But um, I'll be honest, I have no idea where I was going with that. Pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, fuck fascism. Um, going back to the Tumblr thing. Uh, but I, I love that now it was like social media stuff and maybe jokes and everything. But now it's fashion trends where I honestly think that like back in the day, I, I think that like the middle generation would always kind of set what the fashion was. And now it's entirely up to young people. Like we kind of caught, got to like peak pantsuit and like suit jacket and formal wear for the most part is kind of. And now, now there's experimenting with like dresses with, you know, when you have stuff like the, the Met Gala and you have these red carpet events and whatever kind of formal event you go to, for the most part, it's kind of the same. All the guys wear some kind of suit unless you're specifically experimenting. But with streetwear, it's constantly changing. And it's awesome. And there's, there's an endless, infinite amount of options and, and aesthetics and communities within it and whatever, which is really cool to me. Which is why it's even funnier when you see stuff like the biker shorts and oversized t-shirt and, you know, the fucking, oh, fuck, what's that shoe that I wear? I mean, Chunky Feel was a thing for a while, but that was, like, more of, like, a retro trend coming back. But, you know what, I, like, like I can't wait to see 40-year-olds wearing the new red mischief boots, the Astro Boy fuckers. Like, I, I which, by the way, ugly as shit. And if I see you wearing them, I'm clowning you so hard. Because you look like a clown. You look like a fucking clown. And <laughs> like wear it or whatever. Make, feel comfortable. But you also got to understand that like you're in public with these. I'm, I'm not going to lie to my... Like I guess as a guy who likes comedy and thinks that you know sometimes picking on people is funny. Not necessarily picking on them to the point where you're like, you should die. Like, you should leave life for never. No, don't do that. Like, and also don't, if it's stuff that they can't choose, it doesn't matter. But like, if someone's walking around thinking that they're hot shit in mischief red boots, I think you should be legally allowed to just clown, like stop them, not physically, but like be in their, like, it shouldn't be harassment to make fun of a person with the mischief red boots. They suck. They look dumb. I get it. You're trying to push things. You have to put it out there to then, you know, you have to go far, farther than you think to be able to look back and say, okay, here is where it kind of is good and there's where the line of good and bad is, you know, subjectively, I guess. But it's more of like what works in general versus what doesn't work in general. And you can, you got to go past, you have to push that envelope open to be able to look back and be like, all right, this is as far as the envelope goes before it starts getting complicated or weird or whatever it is. Um, like when I started seeing like the Yeezy slides that have like the fucking like, you know, spider web kind of like lacerations over it. Dumb, dumb. Um, but that's my opinion. And I would love to see 50 year olds walking around or, I would love for that to be like the new, either like the, the new like prison slipper or like the new like um, psych ward grippy sock kind of thing where they like give you, you know, the grippy socks and they don't, they give you slides. Like I would love for that to, like the Yeezy uh, slide to become just like, you know, because, you know, now Yeezy has lost a bunch of value and now it, you know, all everything is underselling what it used to and 
I would love for eventually just kind of the brand to just, you know, they worked with Gap. So if they just become Gap, basically in this in the same zeitgeist and the same placing within society of like what the classism bullshit of being like, well, this is actually high class. Well, this is actually high. We don't care. Um, I want that to be in old folks' homes. I want to see a bunch of old, like old people. And I guess it won't really be till like we're old, you know, as 20 year olds that maybe that will become the next slide that will become the next prison slide and the next, you know, psych ward, whatever. I, I think stuff like that is really funny of like, you know, the stuff that would have been weird so long ago being the normal now, but something that weird, like the Yeezy slides becoming the plain Jane kind of thing is really fucking funny to me. As you can tell by my laughing, <laughs> I, hate and also love that people do that although like you know you tell someone something or something happens someone goes that's hilarious oh my god that is too funny is it is it i kind of feel like you don't think it's that funny <laughs> which is okay if you don't you don't have to but yeah that makes me laugh a lot but i but i also hate it when i'm doing a joke and someone's like that's hilarious and i'm like Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You really made me confident in that. Like that that sounded like you really believed what you just said to me. Thank you. But, you know. Like just laugh. You can fake laugh. You can go ha ha ha. Although actually now that I did it, now that I did it, I I hate it way more. I hate it way more. Then if someone was just like ha ha like, okay. <laughs> so I guess you really just can't win. Just find me funny no matter what. How about that? How about you change your sense of humor to whatever it is that spews out of my fucking fucking speak hole, my talk hole. Um, I talk out a lot of holes, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to do that again. I hate that. I hate everything. Ah, hate, hate, hate. The last three things have been hate. <laughs> Let's talk about something I love. What's something I love? I love Arizona teas. And I hope that they continue to... Um, I hope that they continue to stay 99 cents or a dollar forever. I've seen in some places that some, so you know, some bodegas, they sell them for $1.50. And uh, <laughs> my brother, that says 99 cents on the bottle. So I'll give you 99 cents because that's what the product says. I don't care what you say. The product is telling you what it's worth. Listen to the product. Hey, listen to the product. Because it's not even your product. If it is, and it says 99 cents, you're like, well, that's actually a joke. It's $1.50. That's not really that funny of a joke, but I'll do it because you own the product. But anything outside of that, dude, eat me up. Swallow me whole. Vore me. Man, vor is a weird fucking thing. For those of you who don't know what vor is, you know, I'll kink shame a little bit. It's a little wild. I'm sure it comes from some kind of trauma response or something like that. But man, there's some people out there who like who like voring. Voring. V-O-R-E. Vor. Um, that is where, in a sexual manner, someone gets swallowed whole. You don't get chewed up. You don't get eaten necessarily. You get consumed. And like, 
you know, when you if you look up, I mean, straight up look up any fictional or even non-fictional characters. Like look them up and just type in Vor. Or you could just type in Rule 34. Which is, if anyone doesn't know what that is, Rule 34 is like an unspoken rule um, of the internet where if there is an intellectual property um, or any kind of like creative or, you know, illustrated, whatever, if there's any kind of media property, there is porn on the internet of it. There's porn. Like that's just, that's Rule 34. And anyone who's been on the internet knows that. So if you type in anything rule 34, you're going to find porn and it's probably going to be on DeviantArt because as in the name, those people are deviants. But I salute to you, people who draw Futanari furry stuff. It's, <laughs> I don't salute you. You're, you scare me and you need help. But some of them are really detailed and it's like, if you could just focus this energy into literally anything else. <laughs> You probably make way more money. But who knows? You know, maybe someone who's really good at it makes a lot of money. I'm not shitting on anyone who's getting the bag. Get your fucking bag. I don't care. As long as you're not hurting anyone. Or yourself. I mean, bro, if you want to hurt yourself for your job, go ahead. As long as no one's forcing you to do it, you know. You got to make that decision yourself, bro. But yeah. Um, is there anything else? This might be a little short of an episode, you know? I think I talked to this about talked about this with someone, but I'll say it again. If I if I brought it up, my bad. Um I remember in elementary school and middle school, we weren't forced, but like there was always that presentation where we had to like sell cookie dough or like chocolate bars for fundraising. And it's like, well, wait, but didn't you have to buy wholesale to get the chocolate? So we're not even like, not even all all this money, like most of this money is probably going to make up for buying this wholesale and buying the ingredients and, you know, having the person come out and talk to us. So then, you know, what exactly is it that you just felt like free child labor to like move around a brand? In the name of quote unquote fundraising. And it's like, well, no, I just kind of like moved your product. You still got paid what you would have gotten paid had you given it to someone, you know, like like a store who had customers who gave a shit about your product. <laughs> I just like that to me is like, how are we allowing for free labor? That's just free child labor. And they're getting a profit off of it because they have to have the supplies bought. What the fuck? You know, stop doing that shit. It's weird. But, um, but yeah, that's how I feel about that. Even in Boy Scouts. And honestly, Boy Scouts, I understood more because like you had to pay your dues to like be in it. And you had to like do all this shit to be in Boy Scouts. And like, that's a voluntary thing. If you get duped on that, that's on you. But I'm going to fucking school. Don't. Nah. Nah. Don't want it. And it's like, well, technically they go like, you know, order by order. I don't care. It's not the finances I really care about. It's the fact that you're getting free marketing and you're getting free brand publishing, basically, from kids. Fuck you. Why don't you learn how to market yourself without the use of kid labor? 
that's like that should that should fall under labor laws i feel like but it doesn't because it's like well some of it goes to schools okay well schools get government money so why doesn't the government just fucking give them more money stop spending trillions of fucking dollars on planes that are quiet in the sky bro fuck off you know Y'all are starting wars without the consent of the citizens who elected you in the first place. I should not have to fucking pay my taxes and give it to you. Or if I am going to pay my taxes, we should all be able to choose where they go. That, to me, is more democratic than just the government deciding. And make it, make it, you know, vague. Make it broad. But, like, I should be able to say, you know, it, first off, Fuck con- Congress members. I don't want you guys to get shit. I don't even care. I hate, fucking hate politicians. But, you know, it should go to each of the, you know, something like going to each of the executive branches or executive uh, cabinets. You know, I should be able to put my taxes towards ed- towards education or towards Homeland Security or towards the Defense Department. If I want to put it towards uh, fucking the military, okay. But that should be my choice because if I earned the money... And I worked for it. And I'm going to pay my taxes. You know, I'm not going to jail over that shit. That's dumb. Just fucking pay the taxes. Especially if you're rich. Crazy. Um, But uh, to me, there should be a choice. That's my opinion of it. I think it's crazy. We just fucking la-di-da, throw money at the government. And then they go, okay, okay, thanks. We're going to do this in your best interest. Yeah, okay. Fucking American government operates like a goddamn business it's government not business but whatever you know no one put me in charge so i'm just a funny man i'm a little monkey boy who just dances huh that's me i'm the fucking dancing monkey <laughs> it is funny though that is kind of how i you know decided to be in my career now you know you want to be a content creator you want to be a host? You're a dancing monkey. And you kind of got to do what the producers say or the director. Which is why I wanted to... Ow, I just smacked my hand on the table. Which is why I got into having my own media production or being a part of a media production as an executive and as a content creator. You know, I get to say what happens with this. I have way more freedom and way more control over the vision of what happens especially with something like this like this show i control every aspect of it and it's fucking awesome none of you motherfuckers can tell me how to run my show i won't listen i won't do it (laughs) but yeah so that's it um for this episode i'm gonna head out thank you guys so much for listening if you guys have anything you want me to talk about uh, you can DM me, uh, and you should also follow me at Mophead Records on Instagram. You can also email me, phil at bay1entertainment.com. Make sure to check out, coming soon, we have Clean It Out, the short film. Um, that is the name of a short film that's coming out soon. I actually don't know if the promo will drop by the time that this comes out, but we'll figure it out. Um, no, because this is Monday's episode, so yeah, no, it's not going to come out, but whatever fine you'll find out soon if you listen to this you get a little bit of a sneak peek you know that we have a short film called clean it out coming out soon um should be released by the end of february but yeah thank you guys so much for listening hope you got work done if you didn't then uh hope you enjoyed it so thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you (laughs) on the next one